Alrighty, everyone, welcome back to the StoryWell podcast. My name is Nathan Addis, and I am your host. Uh, today, I am joined by actually uh, the person who kind of taught me how to tell stories. That would be my father, Andy Addis. Um, now, if you want to tell a little bit about yourself, I'll let you get to that. But uh, I wanted to say how special this is for me because uh, he is a pastor. He's been a pastor my whole life, and. Uh, one thing that a pastor is supposed to do is communicate uh, scripture to an audience, and um, and that form of communication comes with things that we call illustrations. And illustrations, just in its most basic terms, are stories. You've got to be a storyteller. And, and so I, I developed this love for storytelling by hearing a very talented storyteller uh, all through growing up. And uh, now I'm sitting with him here today. So I'll go ahead and let you take the floor for a minute and uh, introduce yourself. My name is Andy Addis and I am the lead teaching and vision pastor for Cross Point Church. But most importantly, I am a very proud dad of two young men, Noah and this Nathan Addis. Oh, you're too kind. All right. Well, uh, just before we started recording, um, I do like to get a little bit of background on what um, my guests on the show are going to tell, just so I can kind of introduce it well. Um, but as I have heard, I have never heard this story, um, and I've heard that it's a, a little bit scarier. So I'm actually very intrigued, so we're all going to be hearing this for the first time. Uh, but yeah, I guess I will go ahead and let you take the floor. Well, and this will be kind of an evolving story because I don't know that I've ever tied the pieces together. But when you told me to uh, tell a story, I wanted to tell one that would be intriguing to you. And let's just call this uh, Why Kids Have Bad Dreams. Very intriguing. Very intriguing. Um, I uh, was like most kids in America, grew up in uh, a nuclear family, but mine did transition and change like many, many do. Mom was married and divorced um, uh, multiple times, and uh, I never really knew my dad. That being said, um, the stepdad that I had for 15 years, before he was my stepdad, he was my best friend's dad. So my best friend became my stepbrother at one point. And then we didn't like each other. You know how that works. Uh, but, uh, but at one point, I remember both of our moms were trying to eke out a living in Wichita, Kansas. And they were sharing an apartment. And, and Thad and I uh, were in bunk beds. Uh, and, and that's just was life. We were best friends, but living together because our moms were combining incomes. And I remember once when his stepdad or his dad came over, which was later to be my stepdad. Hmm. And um, it was a crazy night because I was on the top bunk and he was on the bottom bunk, Thad was. And Fred had come in to talk to him. And I knew he had because Fred was a chronic smoker and I could hear their voices in the dark but I could also see his lit cigarette. That was the only thing I could see below me. Hmm. And there were a couple of times that, um, uh, that I said, hey, what are you guys talking about? Hey, hey what are you guys talking about? <laughs> and whenever I would do that, I would hear his dad go, shh. And they would be quiet. And I felt so alone. Hmm. And it was terrifying because I could look down over the edge and, and I just saw that lit cigarette. Mm. Okay, now fast forward. That's um, I moved to Great Bend when I was five, so that's one of those early memories. I was three or four years old when that mm. was taking place. Now we're in, uh, I don't know, late grade school, maybe early junior high, and your grandmother 
was the meanest mother on the block because she had a bedtime that right after daylight savings changed, I literally had to be in pajamas and in bed while it was still light outside. Oh my gosh. And I could hear kids riding around the block, (laughs) running up and down the street, playing basketball, and I'm in bed. And it was just miserable. And I, I don't know. And I've had talks with your grandmother about this. She claims that it never happened. I remember it was traumatic <laughs> <laughs> that, that I laid in bed. And because of that, uh, because I would go to bed so early, they were wanting me to get eight or nine hours worth of sleep. Well, I just have never slept that much. Mm. And so it made for fitful, difficult nights of sleep. So I would dream... And, uh, and, and dreams for me were never pleasant. They were, really? they were always nightmares. I remember having dreams of, uh, uh, getting, uh, in a fight with a guy and nobody would help me fight mm. this guy. Uh, and, and, and this is so funny. I guess there was some funny to it as I'm slugging away with this guy. Uh, he had run over somebody in the street, but this guy <laughs> was flat as a pancake and it was the guy from the operation board game. Oh, he was just flat. Yeah. And as we (laughs) were boxing over him, he's like, help me. (laughs) Just crazy (laughs) stuff like that. Um, And then there was uh, another time when the dream wasn't scary, uh, but it was, uh, we were at the bowling alley. It was actually Walnut Bowl in Great Bend in the Mm. play area with the kids. And there were, uh, there was like this little playhouse you could go into. But in my dream, kids were going in there and coming out superheroes. No. And so we were all waiting in line, and I went in, and I remember that all the buttons had been pushed for all these different superheroes they'd been taken, but there was a giant red S that was still available. Hmm. Nobody had picked Superman, and I remember <laughs> thinking, I've got to be, and I, it was so real. I remember putting my fingers on the button, and before I pressed it, the lights flicked on. Mom said, get up, time to go to school. Oh I was never been so mad in my <laughs> entire life. I disobeyed, and as soon as she left, I buried my head under the pillows, and I just wanted to go back to sleep and try and reboot that dream mm. to see if I could do it. See if you can jump right back in yeah, where you left off. I could not. I could oh. not. There was another dream. I promise I'm going somewhere with all this. I'm setting this up. I believe it. Um, we used to go, uh, if anybody's listening to this that's old as I am and used to make trips to Wichita from Great Bend, they used to have a Macy's department store. And it had a candy counter uh, right at the very front. And I used to get Swedish fish and those orange slices, candy orange slices with the granulated sugar on it. I don't know why I remember all that. <laughs> but in my dream, uh, we had gone up there and um, and were headed back down the elevator. And it was one of those elevators that had a glass outside and, and you could see. And I saw, as we were heading down, uh, the silver station wagon. Yeah, we had a station wagon. Mm-hmm. Silver station wagon on the street. And as we're heading down, just a horrible crash. And I'm standing there with my stepdad, Fred. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we just know mom just died in this horrible accident. And I'm bawling like a baby, and the doors open up, and there she is. And it was the different car. And, and so my gut's torn up. And if I can lead all this up, now now you see I've got this pattern of dreams. And I'm putting into reality, I'm putting into my my sleep what's in my reality. I was afraid of Fred. And then when he became my um, stepdad, um, not as bad as many had it, but it was not a good relationship. It was, mm-hmm. it was abusive. It was, it was, uh, 
it, it was just hard. And I'm not going to go into any of those details. So the elevator ride going down was terrifying, not just because I lost my mom, but because I would have to spend the rest of my life with him. Mm. The, the, the boxing was um, me fighting him. Hmm. The superhero was me trying to escape that scenario. So all of this leading to the worst dream I've ever had in my entire life. Hmm. So I'm asleep. And have you ever had that? Don't know if you are asleep or aren't asleep. You're laying in bed. I went to bed, still lights, but I've been there for hours. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, I'm laying there in the dark and I'm, I had to be dreaming. I had to be dreaming. But at one point, as I laid there in the dark, I just saw my door frame, and there was just enough moonlight coming through that there was a gigantic hand, like the hand of the Hulk, mm. that just gripped the door jam. And it, it terrified me. Mm. And then slowly peeking <laughs> around the door frame was this hideous green muscled monster and he was wearing Fred's bathrobe and I remember just laying there making eye contact and it wouldn't move and finally said dad and it just stared me down and I felt like I laid there for three days terrified that if I move he's going to pounce on me And I don't know when I fell asleep or when I woke up or whatever combination it was, but nothing happened. No movement took place. It was a stare down with the enemy Mm. in the middle of the night and the scary stream. And I think that's why you put all that together. That's why kids have bad dreams, or at least that's why this kid had bad dreams. Oh my gosh. Told you it was a scary story. Oh yeah. No, I I hadn't heard that one before. That's a, that's interesting. It, it, it's really interesting to to see how you connected all of those because I mean people study dreams even now for a living. Yeah. But being able to tie all of those back to a central point, that's that's really interesting. Mm. Man. Well, yeah. That again. That was a new one for me. I had <laughs> never heard that before. It, it, it's probably nothing that I could ever share publicly for any kind of teaching purpose, but I know it's a part of me. And, uh, and I still as vividly as I think I did that night can just picture mm. what I saw in that door jam that Some night. Some of those dreams just stick with you so potently. Mm. Yep. And yet my favorite Avenger, the Incredible Hulk. <laughs> For whatever reason. There's some Freudian reason for that. (laughs) That's right. Maybe it's because it became a toy and I could control it. Ah, hey. There it is. I like it. I like it. (laughs) All righty. Well, that is all the time we have for today. But thank you for sharing that story. I'd love to have you back on the podcast again sometime. And I really appreciate being here. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Uh, Thank you all for listening. And we will see you in the very next episode of Story Well. Till then, take care. Bye-bye.